0: hello and welcome to the spoiler cast and review for the twisted metal show on peacock from gigaboots i'm your host dan video games and with me is bob jello
1: from gigaboots dr angro i guess this was our twisted metal after all and chris Wolfhart.
2: Mm,
0: (laughs) for anyone who hasn't watched one of these before we're gonna up front just give a couple sentences each giving our musings thoughts etc on the show twisted metal and then in a special segment for this one we're gonna say how many twisted Metal games we've played and then we're gonna make a sound that summarizes our feelings then we go into stories details exchanging dialogues etc about various aspects how we enjoyed it thoughts etc and then we will conclude at the end with a score of one to ten but before we do that, Chris, what is Twisted Metal?
2: <laughs> I, I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't write this down. I I'm not I'm not prepared for this. Um, there's a cloud. Twisted Metal is a new peacock show. It is an unholy fusion of a normal television show and a bad streaming show, producing a complex life form that may or may not survive its harsh new environment. We'll have to see. <laughs>
0: okay let's get into our couple sentences how many twisted metal games we played and a sound and then into our discussions we're gonna start with bob all right so i have to lead with how many twisted metal games i played no it goes in between just to make it that much more confusing okay so a, a couple sentences about the show how many twisted metal games we played and then a sound yeah twisted metal's really interesting i feel like it's got a bunch of stuff highs and lows visual quality is really poor, but it actually made me laugh a good bit, and there's a steady pace to it. I'm going to give it a wait, 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 no, no I can't do that yet. <laughs> I gotta say how many physical games I played. Uh-huh. And then you're going to get to the end of the test, and it's going to be like write your name at the top and hand it in blank. <laughs> 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 what a nightmare. <laughs> okay, I played Black Uh huh. 2. Uh-huh. Uh, that's it. That might be it. As Man, far as one, oh wait no, I did, I did a little bit of PS3 one, but I did not beat it. Okay, I was gonna say that's pretty mainstream player of Twisted Metal. What's your sound? Ooh,
1: <laughs> Bop? <laughs> Doctor Agro. <laughs> This thing is a strange beast that that seems like somebody set up a streaming show to be made and then someone who understands how to actually write television started stalking the halls with a bat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I played a twisted metal game for like 10 minutes at a friend's house once. When this is neat, I'm definitely not allowed to play a video game this violent. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give the show a
0: Hmm. 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 Chris Wolfhard.
2: This show is complicated. It seems like they tried to do a show that was campy, but didn't know what camp was anymore because that aesthetic has been dead for twenty years. <laughs> so, it's interesting, and I I kind of hope it survives. I've played zero twisted metal games. I've never even looked at one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this up. Oh,
0: I am uh, undoubtedly the biggest Twisted Metal fan on the, on the podcast and I'm kind of surprised by how much this nails the tone. They just went, what if also sex? (laughs) Yeah, they did. (laughs) This show, if you read it as a document and the early marketing materials poses itself as 10 other terrible streaming shows (laughs) set in the post apocalypse and every episode, it surprises you by being like, wouldn't that suck? And ripping that away. (laughs) I've played six Twisted Metal games, notably haven't played Small Brawl or four. I'm going to give this, uh, ooh, and let's get into the discussion. In No World, uh, based on the early material of, like, John Doe, an amnesiac, makes his way across the country to make a single delivery for a girl boss, his sidekick, a mute woman. And I'm like, this sounds like you you made a post-apoc show I've seen ten times already, and it's like, yeah, she's not actually mute. We're just throwing that shit out episode two.
1: I'm like, what the fuck?
0: And it feels like they did that regularly where they're like, no, this is the real drama. She's going to leave at the end of the the episode where they're holed up in a fast food place and it's going to be heartbreak and you're going to spend the rest of the season being like, are they going to get back together? It's like, no, we're not doing that either.
2: I wonder if there was some weird reshoots where they tried to make it more like actual Twisted Metal and less like a generic post-apocalypse screaming show.
0: It literally sounds... Because early on, it has so many elements that follow that sort of format, you know? And Quiet's backstory really does lead into that, too.
2: Like, I I talked about, like, it it feels like they wanted to be camp but didn't know how. Like, this show does feel like it has two halves ripping itself down the middle. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, the plot, what they obviously wanted, at least in my mind, what they obviously intended at some point was... Y2K ended the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they didn't want actually to pull the trigger on that, so they changed it to like, well, it was all, it was just a computer virus in 2001 or 2002 because. Master of Disguise was out when the world ended, which is a plot point in one episode. It's fucking weird. And a Night's
0: Tale and Punch Drunk Love. And I'm screaming at the screen as I'm like, no, don't show me the Master of, master of Disguise cardboard standee.
1: <laughs> that, that was an early aspect of the show that made me want to give it an unlimited amount of rope. I went, wait, none of these cars are new and still shiny for no reason oh my god, did they pick a time period and stick with it? What the shit? It's not half a car commercial? Yeah.
2: Kinda. Like, there's still stuff like that theater they're in is really fucking modern. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. It is definitely not the quality you would see back then.
2: But I I don't know if anybody else noticed this. I did immediately, and it's the reason I gave the show Infinite Rope. Agent Stone is the villain from George of the Jungle. (laughs)
1: Oh
0: my god, what? I oh
2: knew I recognized god. him from <laughs>
1: somewhere. Are you
2: serious? It is the same guy. It is the now we it is the guy they all laugh at when he gets yeah. knocked into shit. He has the tiny gun. It is the same fucking guy. I mean, they nailed that character. That guy's a piece of shit. I love that his
0: backstory is him overselling the horrible murders he did at the turn of the
2: virus. He's like, I'm a hero, I saved a town. Like, I feel like this, like, it keeps dipping its toe in just its toe into, like, edgy late 90s, almost like PS2 Grand Theft Auto type satire, Mm. but then it keeps pulling back. Mm -hmm. Like, Agent Stone really feels that way, where it's like, they, they try to play him as serious sometimes, which I don't really think worked, and then they have all the emotional stuff between Quiet and John Doe. It's just, like, it ha- the sh- has, like, two identities. If you want to talk about, like,
0: the weird schism that sort of appears with uh, Stone specifically, it's the part where he's very well portrayed at multiple different moments as this impotent cop with a huge chip on his shoulder who's just a psychopath in the post-apocalypse. But then there's the other part where it's like, and he has a city, and there's a giant wall, and he's uh, they have statues of him, and it's like, that doesn't really feels like that doesn't fit here like that this dude is the main dude running a proper blockade across the united states vertically like uh longitudinally or latitude latitudinally that just seems disconnected from the man we meet that does feel like the the part where this show doesn't have enough money to actually portray that like his (laughs) his, his, his squad of cops is five guys his his amazing hq is some peck roads at a modern suburban (laughs) city
2: yeah that definitely feels like like a money thing like also when they like they're Mm. in a modern theater they're not in a more period appropriate theater because that's expensive Uh uh-huh i felt that same thing with like here's the dmv from hell that the police run and if you don't fill out all the forms correctly, they throw you down the Hoover Dam. <laughs> yes, that's
0: that's really funny though.
2: But then they give him so I, yeah, that that's great, but then they like give him all these flashbacks that aren't just, oh, he's a violent psychopath. It's it's just we, like that's the like the modern streaming show like seeping in and poisoning what could be a 10 out of 10. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I
0: I was kind of impressed with how well it meshed some of this stuff. Like, all the drama stuff they do with the main two characters. Feels surprisingly heartfelt in this really goofy universe. Yeah. Which is something that I'm not used to Hollywood writers being able to do it all. Yeah, there are... Not many conflicts that they have in between each other and dramas and background baggage, one could say, that they bring in that seem contrived or out of nowhere or just awful to deal with as a viewer. Mm-hmm. It seems pretty natural, a lot of it, which is surprising. I think for Stone, the the part where he has to be the big arch for the season is the part where streaming show man comes. Because <laughs> yes. it's like in an ideal version of this. That dude is not with us for the whole fucking 10 episodes yeah that does feel weird yeah I'm gonna talk about my favorite thing stew and sweet tooth rule I love their relationship (laughs) it's true the, the, I think they know that that's the highlight because the last shot in the show is Stu and Sweet Tooth continuing their relationship.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Sweet! Like I, I, like I said, I have no experience with those games. Mm-hmm. Sweet Tooth was amazing, and the the weird thing for me though is I, I, I saw him come on screen. And I was like, "There's, there's no way!" And I looked up, who it was because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "That's David Arquette's voice." It is. Uh-huh. But that's not David no, Arquette. No, no, that's not David Arquette. And, like, I I have nothing against David Arquette. The man is brilliant at what he does, and he's doing a good job here. Uh-huh. But y- you guys had Samoa Joe uh-huh. on set. Yeah. W- w- one of the best modern promo cutters <laughs> in sports entertainment. <laughs> and you dubbed him over? Well, he's in a mask. Like, he's, um...
0: He's the executive producer on the show. David Arquette is. Mm. Yeah. So like he probably is one of the people responsible for bringing this in. And also the character's backstory is now like a
1: character trope or uh, archetype that Dave, that dude has played countless times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it's like I immediately got over it because once again, he's David Arquette and he's doing a killer job.
2: W- Will Arnett. Will, Will Arnett. Arnett. Okay. Thank you. I'm going, he yeah, said like, right.
0: I'm going insane. I'm like, no, no. This is one of my favorite actors. That's Even not as I'm name. saying it, really like,
1: No, I think you're just thinking of a wrestling thing again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Will Arnett has played so many characters who are like that, from Arrested Development to other things, and also it uh, part of it reflects his life story. Some of it reflects his life story. So he, he, you know. He gets to experience that. I thought it was fucking brilliant to tie twisted metal black sweet tooth and like this other like child actor persona together to have some weird fusion of two heads on in black that just works really well. Like I think sweet tooth is very well executed. That's a deranged <laughs> and, and stew as the
2: like completely dismayed passenger on this journey is so good. I really did like Sweet Tooth backstory flashbacks. I think that was like that was one of the points where the camp was at max power (laughs) and worked the most.
0: Yeah, I mean the title card drop when he goes (laughs) lie
2: is one of the funniest moments
0: in the series. Yeah, they they got really good at those title card drops. Yeah, there's only one bad one because they're like this is the serious episode. I'm like no. (laughs) But before we move from Sweet Tooth, is the paper bag in anything other than the those okay. videos from the original <laughs> Twisted Metal. Let me drag the other two of our co-hosts and anyone who's listening who doesn't know along. Okay, so original Twisted Metal has live action endings directed by David Jaffe. Oh, yes. He considers this like, back then he did, this like magnum opus, like this is his moment to get to make real art. This is his Hollywood moment. And Sony, after funding the production of these, went... Nah, you're not putting that on the disk. Their story <laughs> modes will end with a paragraph of text. <laughs> because they thought that was better. <laughs> uh, but they're so good. <laughs> and, and they are. And in that in that text, uh, and also the bio for Sweet Tooth and the live action ending, they have the bag. Like that bag, if I'm not mistaken, is canonical in the text that's still in the game or the manual. And so, yes, Bob, technically, it's not a nod to retcon material <laughs> cut from the final launch game. The fact they leaned so much on it was unbelievably funny because he's just like, Harold, you killed everyone. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> Why? <laughs> Here's a fucking weird thing. I guess Sweet Tooth's just his name now. Wasn't his name not Sweet Tooth in the games? Isn't that just his car? Um, so every version's a little different. Sweet Tooth
0: is kind of the I don't it's it's complicated. <laughs> yeah. It's complicated because a lot of the time the name of the thing is the vehicle and other times it's a driver. For example, uh Agent Stone is Outlaw, and it was really funny when I was like, Miranda, Miranda, whatever. I know her. Who is she again? And then the racing car comes out, and I'm like, God damn it, it's a twister. <laughs> like, of course, Miranda Watts, but um with Sweet Tooth specifically his name is Sweet Tooth canonically in at very least many of them and the weird thing is one of them I think it's heads on head on has a connection between John Doe in this and uh, Sweet Tooth in that where they're supposed to be the same person because fucking Twisted Metal is really weird Hmm. I'm surprised how much of this stays pretty faithful frankly to a lot of these characters and a lot of these tones outlaw however was maybe not a giant psychopathic piece of shit in every game (laughs) (laughs) yeah a lot of the stuff was this universe being just weird and feels like would not happen if if technology was messed up in this way a lot of things being written off as it's switched metal this could all be in someone's head (laughs) right (laughs) yeah
2: so, every single named character is actually some Twisted Metal character, right? That's basically. what I picked up eventually, where like where somebody was like, yeah, the, the grandma that died is a Twisted Metal character. And I'm like, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> that character is a uh-huh. Twisted Metal character? Jeez, yeah, I can't it remember. It must She's literally be every named it's character. It's literally fucking everybody, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, they went through the fucking... Uh, Mike and Stu, even. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. I laughed my ass off at Mr. Slam. Because Mr. (laughs) slams a dude with a fucking construction vehicle that slams down the uh, crane arm or whatever. Uh, And they turn that into his dick. And then they lost it. (laughs) But, yeah, when they go into that dimer or whatever for the uh, milkmen, they're just like, yeah, here's all the name, 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 name. And I'm like, okay, Uh I think there's like one of these that might not be, but it might have been in uh, small brawl or four or I forgot. And it was in three. But yeah, it's hilarious, like everything and even the tease for the next season is just like, don't worry, we also got this one. Oh, like, thanks. Mm. I was worried you might not cram more Twisted Metal characters in here. That was a real concern. How big a, f- a fan are you guys of nuclear bomb storms? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was it was that anything from twisted metal or there's like we just need we need like a magic storm so we could have a bottle episode i can't but it's been so long since i've seen a show have a bottle episode and this is a streaming show that's fucking
0: weird it's been so long since i saw a bottle episode that didn't make me want to crack open a bottle and take it to my neck so i could <laughs> escape it yeah because the resident evil the netflix certainly had a bottle episode and it was maybe the worst episode <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah, I, I guess we can transition to, to, to talking about that. Uh, to answer the earlier question, though, Nuclear Storms and Twisted Metal, somebody played a, a number of them. Yeah, probably in one of them. Yeah, like, <laughs> like there's a lot of weird shit going on there. Uh, Calypso should be magic in the next season. They better not double, the, like run away Check from it. Check it out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played a single one of these games, but I clapped like a seal at the very end when they're teasing more guys and they showed fucking axel the dude with two, two yes! tires yes! Oh. Yeah,
0: i screamed it was so good <laughs> then i love mr Grimm. they're like and now we don't have to cast him till next
1: season <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I missed that.
0: <laughs> do you think because you know it's easily accomplishable do you think they go for vietnam vet or cannibal or both hmm I'm trying to remember the backstory for other non-black related Twisted Metal, Mr. Grimms, but I'm like, yeah, as it turns out, this show is the exact right tone to really just borrow a ton of material from a ton of different Twisted Metals, and it kind of fits in.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm trying, I feel like they did cannibalism. Yeah, they did it in this season already, but it was just random one-off characters. Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe they'll do that for him. I'm kind of more interested in the Vietnam vet, though. Yeah, man. You, you want to talk about things said in this that make you? Because see, you know they're playing '90s music and auto music the whole time. Mm. You know, do you think "Better Off Alone"? All the things you said. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. "Bop, Barbie Girl, you're still my sunshine." Thong song. <laughs> But the thing that took me back the most and truly sucker punched me is when the big dude's like, I know what you mean, big guy. You think I haven't heard enough of that? Hey, boss. Hey, big guy. Uh, Do you think I haven't heard? Hey, you have a bit of a Bruce Valanche vibe enough? And I'm like, oh, God, jeez. Bruce fucking Valanche. (laughs) Jesus, that's a name I haven't heard since 2000.
1: It was bizarre to me through the runtime of this show that Like, the John and Quiet stuff is, like, fine to good. The show's at its best when it's being wacky and over-the-top. And, you know, like Chris said, reaching for camp, if not always quite getting there. Which is why I found it weird that I started thinking that, you know, I really think Stu's journey is the emotional core of this entire story. It is. Yeah. It's also some of the most compelling (laughs) material.
0: I... There's something really good about Stu being like, oh, my friend's terrible. He signed up with the cops to get their approvals. So he started murdering people. Anyways, I'm going to hang out with this killer clown because
1: somehow morally that's more okay. Right, there's a there's a lot to dig into there, there introspectively. <laughs> I just love how John and Quiet just leave his ass. That yeah. was that was raw. That was. <laughs> Which it's it like when the show starts and we you know we start immediately getting characterization for John Doe. I thought, oh no, is is this guy going to be like you know really quirky? Yeah. <laughs> like five minutes in, I'm like, oh. Oh no, this is one of those He probably would have been a complete Fucking freak Before the apocalypse And now he's just thriving (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah So you're saying he might have fucked a car Before the world ended
1: He might have Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like as as soon as I realized Who Quiet's actress was Which I can never remember her name But I've got it here Mm. Uh, Stephanie Beatriz I, I mentally started the clock Mm. and then a few episodes later, we, we get involved with the holy men and there's Jason (laughs) Manzoukas. The uh, the leader of the holy men. Oh yeah, yeah. That actor, he shows up. He was superb. Just choose the scenery for fifteen minutes. Yeah, that character is one of my favorite characters in the whole fucking season. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> like oh, it's a religious cult. That's that's they're gonna have crazy conservative ideas. Oh, they just get fucked up on drugs twenty four seven and fight each other.
1: You want a rum and coke? Why is it crunchy? Allow well, me the, the coke.
0: <laughs> I. uh... You know, John Doe's character, he's deeply in love with his car, Evelyn, which I was like, why is this car, Evelyn? What's up with that? And then he gets the car roadkill, and I'm like, they just kind of surf Dracula'd me. And then at the end of the season, they're like, next season is a Twisted Metal tournament. And I'm like, they did good surf, Dracula?
1: Yeah. What? Yeah, like I o- was stunned. They opened with car combat. I'm like, oh, thank God. It's actually going to be Twisted Metal. And then we get to the end, and I'm like, oh, God. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Like, they better hope if they get another season they get a lot more money because they had they had money for, like, three car combat scenes in this season. And the only really big one is at the end. Yeah, and it's not
0: even, like, that well put together. It's very disjointed. Cars appear and disappear from the conflict at random, so that way we can have little one-on-one battles, which is, in a sense, kind of tonally correct for multiplayer in a Twisted Metal game. Uh-huh. But, like...
1: I, I really... I kind of like that aspect of it because, like, the show... It doesn't make any fucking sense. No, like the way any of this tech works, the way the gunfights in the cars happen, how it's been 20 years and there's fresh beef still in the freezer. Yep. There's there's popcorn left out and they're eating it and it's fine. Uh-huh. The show doesn't make any goddamn sense. No. So, yeah, when when cars just keep appearing and disappearing in that final fight, I'm like, this is this is amazing, compelling television. I kind of
0: just wish the fight was happening over a twisted metal black size environment where it's just a huge like, you know, honestly, that movie theater reminded me of the city in twisted metal black where you can bust down the walls and there's like Mm. movie theater and stuff because like disappearing and reappearing for the fight. That is that game, Mm -hmm. which just like we're in some shit and either one of us dies really fast or the other one darts off in a direction and maybe I lose you for a bit. (laughs) It was just weird here because they're on like a track. Like a track you would run on or yeah. do uh Mythbuster speed tests on. <laughs> it felt like every car battle they tried to make it on a like twisted metal level. Like there was one at the carnival. That final one is supposed to be a car graveyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not really that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's there as they go in and they never look back. Right. <laughs> because that would be really expensive. And then I think the first one's in the mall, which I'm pretty sure I played in a yeah. twisted metal game. Yeah. Mm-hmm weirdly, because of the budget and the effects going on in this, I feel like the car pals are kind of the weakest part. I think the absolute weakest part if you really want to talk about it is anytime they want to shoot a CGI car driving on a stock footage background. Oh my god. Yes. It is yeah. the worst looking thing in the world and I'm like, hey guys, just don't. It's at least once an episode too. Like, it's not something they, they shy away from using. No, sometimes it looks better than other times and sometimes it's so bad it's like, I would have cancelled the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny, though, with this enthusiasm he has for Evelyn and, and, you know, then Roadkill. John Doe has such a huge boner for Cars, and it's, like, built into him as a character. Like, they have a character background element to him that leads into that. And I'm like, it's going to be funny as hell when the Gran Turismo movie has less of a boner for cars. That makes no (laughs) sense.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there's no way that Gran Turismo movie is even half as good as the streaming show is there. Like, it's just, it's over. I can't imagine it being that good, but maybe I'll watch it and I'll be
0: like, oh, this is great.
1: I mean, like, it's going to be a sports movie story and there's a very well- (laughs) trod formula for abusing the human brain into releasing specific chemicals during one of those so yeah i watched ted lasso
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) i imagine it will be a very similar experience oh man remember in episode nine Episode 9 starts. Sweet Tooth is telling them to lube up his head with lighter fluid. And he's like, light it on fire when I
1: say when. (laughs) And then the episode ends with him going when. (laughs) I'm like, Jesus, that was good. He might be like the best wacky psycho character I've seen in years. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like Sweet Tooth isn't something easy to do. No. And they, somehow they nailed it.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, they fucked it up before, so it's amazing this show nailed it, yeah. Tonally, this portrayal of Sweet Tooth is better than any Joker pre- portrayal <laughs> in years, because they nailed that thing of like, he could give you a sandwich or kill you. Like, he's scary because he's unpredictable.
0: Yeah, he literally doesn't understand the chasm of difference between doing either. He's just choosing a path <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> We're not privy to the mechanisms that dictate which he would do. I, I think... I like the bottle episode. I really do. But my least favorite parts are the elaborate backstory of I signed a contract to be in a city serving as a servant. Like,
1: I think Quiet's backstory there was... Too long and not enjoyable. I don't know. Like Stone gave us one line about the OC in reference to her finger. I'm like, oh, that's really cool world building. Yep. And then we did a 15-minute flashback. I'm like, oh, there could be a gun attached to a car going off right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But hey, at least that episode gave us magical nuke storms.
0: <laughs> that is still so weird because it's like, so wait. That that one plant exploding has caused this for the entire uh-huh. <laughs> eastern side of the United States. Look, next season's gonna have to involve Calypso having magic, right? We need so to be we just for that. need to ease the audience in.
1: <laughs> I did love like I think it was the end of episode one. He turns out of the highway and you see that sign that Calypso is real. I'm like, oh shit, we're gonna get into this. <laughs> and then we we get to new chicago. Uh-huh. And it's like it's kind of a of a jackknife quiet does sometimes but that whole sequence was impeccable. Where it's just like you're Calypso though, right? He's like
0: uh, um there's a package. <laughs> <laughs> Your name's like everywhere. I've seen it all over the place, man. It's yeah. It's so spooky as hell. This is great. Good job. <laughs> we need to talk about how new chicago was just the worst CG in the show. <laughs> I look yeah, at it into the real bad.
2: <laughs> I kind of liked it in a PS9 commercial sort of way. <laughs> when they finally showed what was inside the package, I just started clapping. I was like, <laughs> it was one of those moments where it's like they, they hit peak camp where this whole thing was to deliver a bind of ice cream.
0: And then it wasn't even the <laughs> it wasn't, flavor. Well, right uh, got yes. flavor. right flavor. They got the order wrong. That, so that really did make it yeah. work. Yeah, it really nailed it. I really like the John Doe flashbacks. That guy comes out of the woods and he's like, hey, kid, I'm really hungry. Do you have any food? He's like, go away. He's like, well... I'm going to get your ass boys <laughs> he calls out people. They all start coming in and he's like child's back on the menu boys. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell people can write this and get the show made. It seems so bizarre nowadays. It feels like a Christmas miracle that this came out being funny, that this came out being deranged and weird and not making sense instead of boring and Mm hyper-grounded and sad and somber.
2: They should have shown the opening montage as the trailer instead of that shit where Sweet Tooth is singing and bashing
0: John Doe into the... That was a terrible clip, this show. Between that and the
2: description of, like, there's a mute lady who accompanies... I'm like, this is terrible. Fuck this. (laughs) Like, it kind of warmed my heart in that opening montage where he looks at the unbelievably horrible-looking CGI seal that looks up at him and like <laughs> smiles and then it hard cuts to him eating it. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, maybe
1: the show will be good." Right? I'm like, "All right, we've got a character now."
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't express after all the years of us watching streaming shows gaming related, especially for for this podcast network, how much I appreciate that
1: this got made. Yeah. yeah. It's so much better than so many streaming shows. <laughs> you know,
2: like, it, it's it's almost like the more like a Fucking TV show that these streaming shows are, the better they are. It's almost like TV <laughs> shows should be paced like fucking TV shows and not five hour movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is. Each episode's
2: 22 to 30 minutes, Mm
0: -hmm. and they get a lot done. It feels like they're going across the country within these 10 episodes, and you believe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, by episode three wrapping, it was so obviously different in that way. I was like, man, we went to places. We met people.
1: Something happened every episode. Yeah, it's like the literal opposite of Resident Evil and Netflix.
0: (laughs) Wesker, are you going to move that pen? I'll move it next episode. (laughs) Oh, do you think he's actually do do that next episode? No, but I'm really excited. Just let it <laughs> autoplay to the next episode. I
1: need to see it now. I mean, there, there is a little bit of uh, like as you were saying before. We we get kind of served, Dracula. They trick us in in the beginning by opening with car combat, uh-huh. and then his car gets stripped out real fast, uh-huh. and then we're just you know driving across country doing post apocalyptic shit for a while. And then we have that sick-ass car fight at the end. And then next season, we're going to make a Twisted Metal show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I appreciate a post-apocalyptic setting without zombies. It really helps
0: mm-hmm. a lot. It's sad that the bar is that low. It's like, can you end the world without zombies? <laughs> please. <laughs> there are a lot of ways this happens. Can you do one, please? Yeah, it, um, it is really weird that the show was like perfectly serviceable as a Twisted Metal show. Like, as a Twisted Metal fan, at no point did I walk away and go, God damn it. It just <laughs> made me wait till next season, which, you know, even Castlevania, the Netflix did that. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, God damn it. I have to tune in next season for the battle mm. between season one and two. But, like, there's still, there. I think it's insane and ambitious to be like, yeah, next time's a death tournament. Like, you're going to have that much money? How does Oh no, is this going to be one of those shows where it's a tournament? So most of it is them talking around the tournament, kind of like the Tekken thing for Netflix went. (laughs) (laughs) At least that had a lot of cool backstory stuff, but you don't get to do that. You just did that this season. (laughs) Right? Well, now all new characters need backstories. That's true, but mm.
2: I assume they will have like some secondary plot behind the tournament, possibly involving John Doe's sister and Quiet. Yeah. So there will be things other than that.
0: But it's not as exciting as a lot of the stuff that happened this season, like at a conceptual level. I look forward to them hopefully surprising me and being like, nope, it's the adventures of Sweet Tooth and Stew. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wouldn't it be really funny if they're, like, if they're like, well, stuff's still happening, but we're not actually doing the tournament till season three.
1: <laughs> season two oh will be about God. getting to the tournament. They're like, it's we just can't. like pre-tournament <laughs> admin. Yeah, they're like, we can't get to
0: the tournament. We haven't introduced Yellow Jacket. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, what?
1: We're we, just gonna keep adding characters. We don't we don't even see like a shot of Calypso's arm till the last episode. Calypso's <laughs> just like, yeah, I couldn't get the tournament off. I'm sorry, it's canceled. There's no <laughs> tournament this season. Like, put guys, putting together a tournament is really hard. I'm not literally mad <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: You were literally magic. (laughs) Uh, They have to wait until Timothy Chalamet is free so he can be Calypso. That's
0: (laughs) a lot to deal
1: with.
0: (laughs) Don't you know you can put uh, cherry Coplar on anyone's face and they are Calypso? This is a reference to the special effects which didn't hold up in between shots of the original cut <laughs> endings to Twisted Metal 1 and it looked like his face was Blueberry or Cherry Cobbler depending on the shot. <laughs> um, no, they should get the Riddler. They should so, get Paul Dano. <laughs> Paul Dano? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? That'd be really funny, so I endorse it. He <laughs> and- just needs a jackknife between being perfectly medicated and not... <laughs> Like in individual scenes. Yeah, I wonder if the voice they got for him is like a professional actor people would know. There's no way that's who the guy's going to be anyway. I know. I know,
1: It's but very unlikely. Just, it could yeah, be. Because it's him through speaker. It could be. They might
2: have gotten a big dick voice actor.
1: Right. And then, you know, it's just John Romero in a suit with some makeup. Ooh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That'd be good. I'd love to see John Romero.
1: <laughs> Hi, John Romero. I
0: love seeing you. Of course you do.
2: And then he grinds a sick rail. <laughs> yeah, like, God, what a cool guy. He's so cool. I have to go give Dai Katana a chance now.
1: (laughs) That's how he gets you. No, Chris. (laughs) Explosion off camera. I cannot express how healing to the soul it is to be sitting here talking about, oh, yeah, they made a Twisted Metal show, and it was pretty sweet, and not trudging through another hour of, they made a streaming show with the name of a video game. I kind of want (laughs) to die. That's right, Hagro. We watch Twisted Metal.
2: I'm really fucking happy this was as good as it was. I was so sure it was going to be terrible.
0: Yeah, I was convinced it's shoved on Peacock. It's about a franchise Sony's unfortunately forgotten exists. Mm -hmm. See, I had this arc where early on I was like, yeah, it's Peacock. That's just low budget, low importance enough, right? Where they can get away with some stuff and Peacock doesn't have the upper hand, right? They're not. Netflix they're not going to strong arm the script into being whatever being more somber being more generic and then they showed the trailer like the trailer early on and stuff like that like that scene whole cloth from the Vegas episode and I'm like Mm -hmm. oh this is this is gonna be terrible that was the worst scene
1: to make a trailer out of yeah
0: there's so many
1: good things in this they could have put
0: as a trailer there's even more like tweet 2s focus stuff they could put it in that would have been a great trailer
1: oh yeah if they did the
0: sitcom he was on and him killing a dog i would have oh, been God. like this is yeah, the no. single uh-huh. greatest thing to happen to sony ips
2: <laughs> yeah i i like i think it's important to know this show has the best tomato score and audience score of any of these streaming shows any video game one easy you know not counting animation
0: or the last of us
2: but that's not a streaming show yeah it's a real yeah, show yeah. on hbo
0: i mean it's on it's on max
2: they showed it on television on HBO. Did they? Yes. That's how boomers watched it.
0: Yeah, it came out on streaming as well at the same time. I didn't. I didn't. I was unaware of them broadcasting it. Okay.
2: Yeah. If you're, if it's also on broadcast, because there's different standards, you can't ship anything if it's, you're being broadcast. But also, it's trouncing Secret Invasion, so I feel like Peacock <laughs> might oh, go. This is a winner. Oh my god, I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> what? the Yeah, see, the... Twisted Metal, tomato score 69, audience score 94, Secret Invasion, (laughs) tomato score... 55, audience score 52.
0: I want you to imagine four years ago, someone coming up to you <laughs> and telling you this would happen.
2: Yeah, the biggest
0: uh, streaming show from Disney right now. It's MCU and it's fucking Samuel L. Jackson's final. He gets a show that's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's all about him and the secret invasion plots being confirmed. And isn't that cool? And they're going to make a Twisted Metal show. And it's going to be better somehow. No. Oh my God. That's dizzying. What a what a weird time. Yeah, this show, uh, if nothing else, I'm extremely grateful for everything it isn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? If those Capcom projects all came out this well, oh my God. heck, if even one of them came out this well,
1: we'd be in a different culture right now. <laughs> we would.
2: If I like Castlevania Season 5 mm-hmm. as much as I like this, I'll be a little stunned.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah yeah i'm with you because they castlevania's had some good and some bad seasons i'm just worried that season ends with okay and next season and i'm like no
1: <laughs> tell a whole story <laughs> Never no, tired of this time for the reverse castle you what? bitch one piece better <laughs> be this good oh my god <laughs> could, you get- could you imagine <laughs>
2: I just can't look at that One Piece show and not think, yeah, that's going to be, it's going to be on the level of any Japanese live action anime movie. It's just going to be that, but we've been in English.
0: (laughs) Well, that changes everything. (laughs) It does mean not everyone will be an Asian, which is always weird when they do those. (laughs) It is really weird when they're like, hello, I am a German Asian and I am an Italian Asian. It is really weird in those plots that are multicultural, right? It's perfectly fine for something like Bleach or Death Note or Death Note, where it's just like, yeah, I don't know, I don't think Light Yagami was going to be the whitest motherfucker. This is fine, like, but yeah, no, it's 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 interesting. We are hurtling much too fast towards a possible timeline where the twisted metal show is better than the God of War one. Because Amazon's <laughs> funding the God of War one.
2: Oh man, that's so fucking possible. Especially since God of War has the reputation of being a prestige to TV type thing already. Mm-hmm. We might be enduring the world's worst script
1: yeah. for ten
2: oh episodes God. where nothing happens. Who do you,
1: who do you get to play Kratos? Like the body actor for Sweet Tooth? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's the wrong kind of big guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know people are wanting the like guy who play, voices Kratos now. Yes. Yeah. No, that'd be cool as shit. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if he has it in him, like uh, uh, physical acting wise. Right. Because of his injuries and stuff. We can just
1: CG him onto something. It'll be fine.
0: Oh, no, it won't. <laughs> you know what was really cool? Every time they showed a real thing in this. I sure like cameras pointed at real
1: things. <laughs> I'm like, that sure is an M16 glued onto a Subaru. The show's amazing.
0: <laughs> Somebody in our viewer Discord was making the joke of the Twisted Metal Games as a Service game will come out. And it'll have like a season pass to unlock the Subaru. <laughs> and I'm like, God. The iconic Evelyn. <laughs> I really appreciate that it is just a Subaru. <laughs> it's so... It, it's just normal. It needed to be that. <laughs> yes. Mm. That's the point. The point
2: is that.
0: So so what other shows... They have a Ryzen show too, right?
1: Like
2: that they're working on? I think
1: there's an animated one. I don't know if there's a live action one.
2: No, there's a live action one. I think they even already confirmed it was mostly going to be the past shit. So it's going to be bad. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that'll
0: be bad. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. Man, I guess I have to go watch The Last of Us show to see how much I like it compared to Twisted Metal, because apparently these are going to be the top two compared to all the rest of this shit to come. (laughs) I I did not expect that from watching
1: Twisted Metal. I was going to be like, oh, yeah, well, that's another missed opportunity. (laughs) So sitting here thinking about Twisted Metal has got me thinking about... You you remember when fighting games kept doing all those zany crossovers and... In you know, uh inviting characters. I mean Tekken still does it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I just I imagine like next season we we get the tournament, everyone's here, also special guest, Heihachi Mishima. <laughs> and we do that like the trailer is that commercial for when they put him in Soul Caliber, like you're gonna need a car, and he just punches a car and it explodes. <laughs> All right, no car. <laughs> Yeah, the Tekken the, sorry,
0: the Twisted Metal universe isn't ready for a Tekken character. <laughs> they cannot oh, handle that.
2: No, it's it's really not. Um Hey, they can just put Noctis into Twisted Metal just see so he already has the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then it will break down. Oh.
0: I really appreciate it in, in the final episodes. So this is very heavily spoilers. Uh-huh. They do the big reveals of like, no, John Doe, this is your past. You should stay here and learn about it. And he's just like, no, I'm good. I I just want to leave. So <laughs> about the streaming show structure, this other writer just being like, nah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: nah. Like, you see that sort of like, that's the most typical thing of like, oh, then the villain's going to do something that will make him stay. <laughs> it, but no, just, just screw that. I'm not, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. You never get that. It's great. Yeah. It's like, oh, they have leverage. Oh, the leverage didn't work. They have guns. <laughs> They'll shoot John Doe to death. Ah, yeah, that's understandable. I wouldn't want to be shot to death either. Well, gentlemen, I think it's about time we wrap this up. Did anyone have any last comments before we get into our conclusions and scores?
1: During the opening segments where we're first getting introduced to John Doe, I my mind split into a parallel universe where... Will Smith had fallen on hard times and he was doing this show. (laughs) I like Will
0: Smith. Would have been a way worse John Doe. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been a whole
2: thing. I don't know about that.
0: However, if it was made in the 90s (laughs) or the early aughts, I think he would have been a pretty good John Doe. Yeah, I feel like you do need a younger Will Smith
1: for that character. Like it wouldn't work with his current age. Yeah, there's... We can just CG him onto something. It'll be fine. Stop saying <laughs> that
0: <laughs> I'm CG you onto something if you keep fucking saying that. Anybody else? Okay. Well, uh let's get into it. As I said before, we're gonna have a small few sentences uh, summarizing exactly what we thought of the series, followed up by a number score. And how and and, and in between these two, how many Twisted Battle games you want to try now? <laughs>
2: We're going to start with Chris. I thought this show was pretty good. I don't know if cowardice or money kept them from making it as directly camp as I would have liked, but I hope it lives. I hope it lives. I'm saying this about a streaming show. We want to do a podcast. I hope it lives. Someone give a seven,
0: Bob. Yeah, I found myself actually laughing in a lot of episodes. Which is not something I expected going in. I thought it would just fall flat on every angle. Uh, but yeah, I was laughing. I could definitely see myself watching a second season if they make it. Okay, now I need to talk about how many Twisted oh, Metal you, games oh, yeah, I want to play. Right. Chris um, didn't tell me how many Twisted Metal games he's going to play. I'm going to try one more. Uh, which one? Uh, I guess three. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, then what should I try? <laughs> uh, have you tried Small Brawl? No. Uh, maybe that. Sure.
1: Is it three? Three's pretty bad. The hell is Small
0: Brawl? Uh, so, the original team made ones where it was kids that do stuff oh and they God. have like car toys, but um, it's somehow way better than three and four, which are made by 989 Studios. You know, the sports people, mm-hmm. they took over Twisted Metal at some point. Anyways, hey, Chris, how many are you going to try?
2: I will try one, and that one will be the first one that gets on PS5. <laughs> <laughs> hell, well, oh,
0: good good news. There are already two on PS5 right now via Backpack. <laughs> Oh, those actually came out? Uh-huh. One and two. Crazy. Don't play one.
2: Uh, I, I'll, I'll just wait until... Uh, the, the next one. I said God next one. It, I didn't damn say... It, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I should have next week pretended it happened then. You'd have tricked me. I wouldn't have been like, oh, I guess, Dan, I wouldn't... you just slip it into the news. I'm like, oh, I guess that happened. I guess I'll go play it.
1: <laughs> uh, Bob, what's your score for the show?
2: I'll give it an eight.
1: Dr. Agra. This is a show based on a property with a really... Silly premise that is not afraid to actually be fun and blow up a car now and then and and doesn't feel like it has to have some new dramatic thing to say about the human condition against a bleak and uncaring apocalypse because it's it's twisted metal and we keep bolting handheld guns onto the sides of cars. <laughs> It, this, for the situation it came up in, was a goddamn blessed miracle. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a 7, and I I will play the next Twisted Metal. They better not fuck it up. If
0: they weren't cowards, that would be a massive budgeted open world thing. And then sadly, they're making a game-as-a-service Twisted Metal. Because they're making like 13 games-as-a-service games. Anyways... I am absolutely floored that this series was good and something I would seek out to watch for enjoyment value. It was very funny. Stu is fascinating and his relationship with Sweet Tooth is engaging as all hell. I enjoyed the main character. I forgot the actor's name, but I think he fucking nailed it here. I enjoy Quiet's performer, especially once we get past pretending Quiet is mute. I am morbidly curious how they could possibly do what they said season two is. Right? It feels impossible. (laughs) And I cannot believe I'm saying this, but I'm also gonna give this an eight out of ten. This was one of the better things we've watched for a podcast from a streaming service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Truly shocking. Oh, and um, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna round out all my twisted Metal experience. I'm gonna play three more. I'm gonna I'm gonna play through three because I only picked it up shortly and went, This control's wrong. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play four, which oh and uh, small brawl. Anyway, that brings our total score up to 30, giving it an average score of 7.5. Man, I hope everything we watch is at least this good for the foreseeable future. Uh, I'm really scared that I'm...
1: What? What was that haunting voice on the wind? I have no idea.